With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of That's a Rap Podcast. I am your co-host, Jay Rosales. And guess what, guys? 82 practices down. <laughs> we made it. It's game time. <laughs> God, so, I'm so excited. Uh, with me, I know, I know. I'm, I'm like, I can't believe we had uh, six months of practices over with that. <laughs> God, that was time. a long training camp. Jeez. <laughs> so uh, who I got with me? I, I hear I hear Jay. Uh, where's, where's my co-host, Jay? Where's my co-host? While all of this was going on, I was just coming up with the realization. Is it any coincidence that Game of Thrones returns in a couple of days, basically when the playoffs start? It's it's no coincidence. Winter is coming. And That's true. this is the Game of Thrones, and there will be bodies. And only one team, uh, one family, one house can claim the title. So here we are, uh, We the North, which is still very relevant to this discussion. And... Yeah, we made it. Uh, one game shy of our franchise record. Uh, we got the most road wins that we've ever had. Uh, everything looks really promising. I'm excited. I mean, 82 practices, exactly what you guys said. And it did feel like that because for so many of these games, we had rotating lineups, injuries, trying to figure it all out. But this episode, I guess, we're figuring out, did we do enough to figure it out? Well, uh, I mean, thank you for the introduction, Dre, but this is Jason. What's up, guys? And I can't friggin' wait. I'm sorry for uh, interrupting you, Jay. I just, I'm just so excited, man. I mean, like you said, this practice is over. Let's get the real season to begin, man. We are the king of the north. Actually, shout out to Minnesota for, for noticing, you know, we are the kings of the north so far. And let's get this party started, man. Jay, what do we got for today's episode? Uh, we're gonna well before we jump into the playoffs and talking about you know our our opponent, which is the Orlando Magic. Uh, let's just do a really quick. Um, I wouldn't even say a recap of the season because I'm done. I'm really am done with talking about the season. But let's just kind of wrap it up in a ball and yep. and, and and kind of move on from it. And I just want to know, you know, just to kick things off, is how do you guys feel about? this season like we're we're you know we've kind of established the whole it's been 82 practices and it's been all good and stuff but how do you guys feel like if you think about like how the season started and how this season has progressed i mean has 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 the the season exceeded your expectations has it not exceeded your expect like has it just dropped off or has it kind of been what you expected uh dre how do you feel well like i was uh what i like what i was saying before um it's been such a weird season because if you really think about it, so much of our season has been trial, error, figuring out lineups, tossing in new pieces. 
being short of players, whether we just didn't have enough recruited after the trade deadline or we just had a lot of injured players. Trying to figure it all out. And with all of this miasma of a season, two things still happen. First off, we're still second in the league, which if you think about it, if we had everything figured out, we were strong, stern. Imagine how damn powerful we would be. That's the way I see it. Secondly, with all of this, we have had so many wins because of very specific pro qualities. Kawhi Leonard being super consistent and a great addition to our team. Kyle Lowry being the mediator, the person who expands the floor, who controls the game and how important he is. Danny Green being, he's still the best plus minus in the league, right? Okay, well, still one of the best. Uh, Marcus All, one of our latest additions. Uh, somebody whose worth isn't shown in numbers, but is felt during games. All sorts of very, very good qualities. Sure, we've had some not-so-great losses and some pretty brutal wins. But if you, again, think about how mishmash this season has been, trying to put all the pieces together, having big gaping holes in our team, and trying to figure out our bench, trying to create a system around Kawhi. If you think about it, all of this experiment, experimentation, and we're still second, we're still a goddamn second, that's crazy if you think about it. If we had everything figured out, which we might next year, if everything goes according to plan, we'll be unstoppable. Jason, what do you think? Listen, man, I, I don't know what else to feel besides good. I can't I can't see any scenario where you can't feel good about where we are after these 82 practice games. Like, where, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I, personally, I feel like this is the best Raptors team we've ever had. We clearly have the best player we've ever had in franchise history. But even with one less game of the best season in Raptors history, this this different confidence, this feeling that no team ahead of us or we're going to face in the playoffs can stop us. I don't think we've ever had that before. It could be the addition uh, information of, you know, the actual king when he was here in the East was was kind of that wall that we had to jump, but he's not there anymore, right? And this, it, the path to a championship is actually feasible. Like, how, I don't, I don't know if we've ever felt that before. So at this moment, I mean, we're nearly a hundred percent healthy. Uh, we played what, like a quarter of the season with a, a different lineup, and we're still the second best in the NBA. If we make it, remember, guys, if we make it to the NBA finals, we have home court advantage. We've never been in this position before. How how can you not feel so excited for the outcome, for the playoffs to start, just for all of this Raptor fanatic? I mean, the Leafs are winning right now. The Jays are winning or surprising people are winning right now. And the Raptors are championship contenders. This is a great time to be a Toronto sports fan. Jay, what about you? Um, I'm going to say that we have... Actually, before I answer my own question and, and saying whether or not I we exceeded or it fell short, so I'll just repeat what I what I put down in Raptors HQ's uh, roundtable this week, and and I guess harken back to September. What were the questions that we had on our minds? Those questions at that time were: How will Ka- Kawhi recover from his sports? Uh, sorry, from his career Spurs career-ending injury. Um, will Kawhi ever be an elite two-way superstar again? How is Kawhi going to fit in with his teammates? 
How can a Raptors team that finished with the number one seed and a franchise record 59 wins possibly improve? And finally, how can the entire organization convince Kawhi to resign? So I will go ahead and say that this season has exceeded every expectation. Mm-hmm. The only thing missing, of course, is Kawhi resigning. Um, and, and I've said this time and time, well, not time and time again, but I've said this a lot of the last three, couple of weeks. If he doesn't uh, resign, then he never was going to. But I'm really happy with what the organization has done in terms of trying to make that happen. But back to the original question, yes, absolutely. We've exceeded all expectations. And in addition to what Dre was saying, we had the second best record in the entire NBA. And that was also the case last season. So very similar to last season, we ended up a game ahead of the Warriors. So again, if we're talking about hypothetical finals, we're going to be hosting it. There you go. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move forward and stop talking about the regular season. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's, but Jay, it's, if okay, let's let's do this. Yeah. If we could, if you could letter grade it, just just a quick letter grade. What would you give this season? Uh, if we're just talking about the regular season, it's gotta be an A. Can't be an A plus because A plus would have been like first. No, it would have been more than just the number one overall seed. Right, it would have been number one overall seed and like basically the Bucks get the number get get an A plus. <laughs> the Bucks are an A plus. Then I guess we are an A. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go A minus. Let's go A. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dre, what about you? I would actually go an A minus. And when you posed this question before the podcast, like a few days before, to give us some time to think about it, that was the grade that stuck out the most. There were games with very glaring faults, which we rebounded and tried to figure out with different lineups, with different plays and maneuvers, uh, picking up different people. And I feel like we've covered a lot of bases where we were severely lacking to the point where a lot of the losses we had towards the end of the season were just one of those games where you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. They weren't for any particular god-awful reason, like, oh, we are really bad in this department. Pascal Siakam was an iffy three-point shooter. Now he's a go-to guy. Uh, MIP in my books, I think in all of our books. Kawhi went from being kind of a wobbly clutch player to nailing a few of the the final shots that pushed us ahead in games that we won. Lowry's dependency, we figured out how to play without him, but we figured out that we do need him as well. There is some slight room for improvement, but that's also because we were experimenting a lot. But I feel like if this team stays the way that it is, stays healthy, and we continue into the next year. Next year can definitely become an A plus. But for now, I think it's an A minus because we surpassed a lot of the expectations that we had, but could have still reached some certain echelon if things were slightly better. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I second that. I'd go. I go A minus two. I agree that they were a couple of you know questionable. Um, games that that kind of made us feel a little uncomfortable. But do you really like? If I asked you guys this now, do you really remember a like a patch of games or like a part of the season where we were really bad? I don't think so. I think I, I think most of it has been uh, majority of it has been of us being playing really well and moments that you know, like you said, 
trade, the clutch moments that uh, Kawhi had, and and especially all the times when we had different lineups or all the changes that happened during the season, the trades, the the acquisitions, and it's the, the fact that we still made it to fifty eight wins, incredible, incredible. Absolutely. Now that we've graded, you know, the season, we've got to move forward because the project is done. The assignment is done. Yeah. Uh, so we've got to look to the first exam. It's exam period. The first exam. We've <laughs> yeah. got oh, Orlando Magic. Which, I am not ready uh, for these school references. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the you're the only one with kids, Jay, too. So so you you know how it feels, I guess. Well, uh, okay, bye. Yeah, you're right. We, we should absolutely, um, you know, put a bow on the regular season. And, and I'm just going to add, because uh, you know me, I, I get an itch when you, you give me the opportunity to throw out a number here. So um, when it comes to Kawhi and the clutch, uh, Dre, you're right. I mean, he's definitely improved over over the year. Um, of, the, of all NBA players in the NBA who have at least taken 80, 8-0 field goal attempts in the clutch, this season and clutch is defined as I believe it's the score is within five points uh, with five minutes left. Um, Kawhi is second in the NBA behind Kyrie Irving uh, in field goal percentage. Wow. So that's a problem to remember because, you know, everyone will remember, you know, the, the buzzer beaters that he missed, but what people will not remember all the, the shots that he hit leading up to those moments. And time and time again, we've seen that where, he will hit, uh, you know, he'll he'll get a, a layup that pulls us within one. Maybe doesn't give us a lead, and maybe there's still like 30 seconds left. But people won't remember that. They'll remember the buzzer beater that he missed. Uh, so that number has been really encouraging. And also, um, uh, this is probably more a product of how many close games we've had this season. But Kawhi ended up uh, finishing first in the NBA with nine field goals to tie or take the lead in the final minute of the fourth or overtime. So damn clutch all the way through. Um, I'm not worried about at all about like how he will handle it, um, you know, come playoff time. Um, and yeah, it's very promising. And, and speaking of playoff time, you're right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about the magic because this has been the question that's been on our mind for weeks now is we've known that we're going to have the two seed who the heck would end up in the seventh seed? And, you know, with all the um, scenarios that were happening and it it was really jumbled from that six to 10 um, spot, we finally have our answer and it's Orlando. And it is the Terrence Ross revenge series, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, What are your initial thoughts on this series and how you think it will play out? Well, Dre, I remember you saying, I think a couple of, episodes ago that your favorite that you want to face in the playoffs is the Orlando Magic. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know why. Do you have the same sentiment? Are you feeling the same? Are you feeling confident? What do you think? Yeah, first off, I had a feeling that Orlando wasn't to be dismissed already because I feel like a lot of people weren't even discussing them. And I was like, yeah, they're they're like 10th or 9th, but they have a they have a fight in them. And they were having that period where they were winning like over 10 games in a row. I knew there was a drive. And now that they've made it, you know, after that 10-period stretch, they also had a, a couple of droughts, including, if I'm not mistaken, a four-game losing streak. So there's definitely a drive that'll make the games exciting. 
but there's also definitely a lapse which might weigh in against them especially when they're facing a team like us i think the magic are a consistent team but i also think they're not quite on our level and i think while the games will be a lot of fun to watch you have vucevic of course you have eric gordon things are going to be i think it's going to be really easy for us i'm predicting like five games they might win one it, mm. people have been saying a sweep but i never like to be that that confident <laughs> i think it's gonna be extremely easy and i think out of the four possible slots that we had um you're looking at the the pistons who are now facing the bucks and the heat and the hornets which didn't end up making the cut and the nets as well who are facing um philadelphia by the way uh with all of these possible picks in mind like we, we have it so easy because we don't have a real veteran presence like Dwayne Wade. Uh, we don't have somebody who's, you know, kind of like that, that leadership role that kind of gives me goosebumps, kind of like uh, D'Angelo Russell or um, Kemba Walker, you know, Blake Griffin. I know he's, uh, he's questionable now because of his injury, but he's also really frightening. Look, Vucevic is great, but I think Ibaka, Gasol, they can go toe-to-toe with them. Yeah. And if that's their best player, I think we're fine. Yeah, no, for sure. I I, I definitely echo your sentiments. I, I think that experience is probably the biggest um, advantage we have. Like, we have so much experience on our on our team with uh, Danny and Kawhi as, as champions and, you know, Serge going into championship uh, games and, and, like... Gasol even with with uh big games for Spain too and going into conference finals like it's we have a lot of Kyle Lowry like it, we have a lot a lot of experience and I think and I, if I'm I'm pretty I might be wrong but I'm pretty sure the player with the most experience on Orlando is Terrence Ross when he was with Toronto I think I don't know if I'm wrong on that one, but that's I, that's, a, that's accurate. Is yeah. it accurate? So I mean, there you go. Like I'm not saying that I'm I'm not discrediting anything Orlando. I think they're a good team. They're very consistent. I think they were like what like 21 and nine or something in the in the last quarter of the season, and they're a good team. Um, Brooklyn. Uh, speaking of like the teams that we were going to face, if you're facing Brooklyn, I think that was probably the better matchup for us just because of the, it's, it's going to be like, who's going to shoot more. Um, and then with Detroit, like you said, Dre, uh, we don't even know how, how long or if or how healthy Detroit is, but Orlando, Orlando is kind of like up in the air. Do you, do they really have the, the players, the depth that can face someone like Toronto? Yeah, like Vucevic is good, but can he go against Gasol? Um, I think even Evan Fournier is, is, isn't is bad, but can he face Danny Green? The only thing, I think the biggest X factor for me is Siakam and Jonathan Isaac. The last couple of times that we've played uh, Orlando, Isaac is, is lengthy, he's mobile, he's fast. I think he's bigger than Siakam. Uh, there's a lot of Siakam has had a lot of trouble with like mobile, taller guys. I'm thinking like Miles Turner as well. So I, if if we're looking for an X factor in Siakam, like, he may have a little bit of trouble. But we have too much firepower. We just have too many options that can go against Orlando. So yeah, I mean we can we can save predictions for later. But I'm it's looking good for the Raps. DJ Augustine, Jerry and Grant. Michael Carter Williams. That is their point guard depth. 
Like there you go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that shakes anybody's feet right there, man. Like that's uh, I don't, I'm not shaking yeah, my boots from that. Yeah. No broken ankles. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, so, DJ Augustine is known Raptor killer, but I don't know if he's a known playoff Raptor killer. Like that's that's a, uh, it's a long shot right there. Yeah, and um, you know, you guys you guys raised some great points. You know, there there the Raptors ended up with a you know a good opponent in terms of like it won't be um it won't be a cakewalk like what the Bucks are about to do to the Pistons. Um, but we got a, a, a an amazing I guess the bracket really shook out well for us um the magic are, are the kind of team that you know they have had a pretty good second half of the season like ever since the all-star break they rank uh seventh in the nba in net rating um that's very good but that's still below the raptors who finished third mm-hmm. um defensively they they really stepped it up uh they're top five they're actually fifth which again amazing as it sounds raptors were third actually um, offensive rating, the Raptors were fifth and the Magic were ninth. Again, it's it's not that, like, I mean, the, we already know how well the Raptors have played since the All-Star break. And a part of that is the uh, the easier schedule we had. But um, the Magic, you know, they were they were really solid throughout the uh, the second half. And they took care of business. You know, I was, um, I, I remember I didn't quite believe in what Dre was saying earlier when he said, you know, he thinks that the Magic would, a make the playoffs and B possibly be our opponent, but I, you know, this is what I get for doubting Dre, right? But he, <laughs> I'm um, rarely right, though, so I don't blame you. And and you're getting you're getting the the respect you deserve, buddy. So like, yeah, they 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 really have shown it, and and you guys have mentioned it already. Like Fournier has been playing really well. Um, I think Aaron Gordon is really trying to find starting to find his his uh, you know he's really trying to find his role, and he's. He's really getting comfortable in 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 this offense. Uh, Vucevic uh, is the only person who is um, probably more, um, I guess, is the only position where you could argue that the Magic are better than the Raptors in. But mm-hmm. if you want to look at head to head, Gasol against Vucevic is nine and three. Now that's just a head to head like that. Obviously, there are like other factors in that, like Memphis. Obviously, most of those numbers are for Memphis, mm-hmm. um, but Gasol has done well head to head with Vucevic, so that's promising. Um, this should be a sweep, guys. I mean, let's—I uh, I don't think this needs to 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 go any further than that. If if it's anything longer than five games, then something is very, very, very wrong with the Raptors. And yes, we can start to panic, but uh, I don't see this going past four. If anything, maybe the gentleman sweep. But um, this is what um, you know. We were alluding to in the beginning how this this regular season has been practicing and practicing and practicing for this, yep. and now they have the stage set for them, and it's time to to show up. You know, so I'm ready for it. Nice. Before we go to a break, can I ask you guys? Have you have you guys ever heard of a douchebag sweep? <laughs> no. no so there's a general so shout out to the starters of course uh they're hilarious if you guys don't know what the starters is just go check it out but they yeah. i think somebody uh call called in or like their mailbag is like have you there's a gentleman sweep which we know it's like uh it's i think you you, you win three games and you let them win the fourth game and you 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 win that fifth game so you go five uh four and one a douchebag sweep is if you let your opponent 
lose or win one game and then you sweep them for the rest of the series. <laughs> you uh, go for So that's the douchebag sweep. Does that happen often? I don't I don't know. I, I would I imagine I would imagine the douchebag sweep is uh is probably a lot rarer, right? Like Yeah, yeah. cuz like where would that momentum come from? Yeah. That's true. That's true cuz like I can't even I, I can't even think of any examples of I it. know. I I'm I'm trying to think too cuz like that that definitely take out home court advantage, but yeah, if this is a douchebag sweep, uh, I'm okay with that. Um we always had, you know, a bad cases of first games, but I I won't I won't lie. I don't think this is going to go past f- five games for sure. For sure. Like let let's be real. I think Orlando was good. You're not Raptor good. But all right, before we go on, let's take a little break. All right, you guys ready? You guys ready for a little bit of trivia? Yes, we've been waiting like three weeks for this. I know. Uh, I... For the audience, uh, Jason's been trying to squeeze this into an episode, and we kept going overtime. And unlike the NBA, we don't play overtime, so. <laughs> We have not had a chance to do this, Jay. I'm so damn ready. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah, let's do this. All right, I'm gonna play some. Uh, I'm gonna play some trivia music in the background. All right, guys. So the playoffs are here, right? So I want to talk about some Raptor history trivia. I want to know how well you know the Raptors and how they've done in the playoffs. All right. Let me ask you a couple of questions, and I'll give you, I'll give you a few uh, answers. You have to choose from like A, B, C, or D. Cool. Yeah, let's let's do it, Jay. Right. You ready? Multiple choice. Let's do, let's do it. This. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Well, for at least the first first couple of questions, and then there's the lower ones. But all right, first question. In Raptors history, how many playoff appearances have the Raptors made in their franchise? Nine, ten, eleven, or twelve, including this year. Anybody uh, get this? I'm gonna go with eleven. Dre? Uh, yeah, I'm going to obviously not look any of this up. I'm going to try and go with my gut. 10. Woo! Jay got it right. 11. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, at least I was one off. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many rounds in total have the Raptors won in franchise history? Four, five, six, or seven? Okay. Oh, i got to count this out in my head. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Five. Dre? What are the numbers again? Four, five, six, or seven. Oh, no, no. I think it's six, actually. Let me upgrade this. I'm going to go with seven. We have won a total of five. Ah, damn. <laughs> First. Is it only been five? Yep. You know why? Jesus it's I, Christ. It's because I already have us beating the Magic. Sorry. Ah, okay, 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 okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay, final one for the multiple choice. When did the Raptors first appear in their playoffs? Or in the playoffs, sorry. But uh, this is additional. What seed and who did we face? So, Oh, I actually might know this. Did we appear in 97, 98, 98, 99, 99, 2000, or 2000, 2001? Jerry, you go first. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, it's either C or D, but I'm going to go with 2000, 2001. We faced uh the new york knicks and we got swept and it was disgusting do you know what seed uh that i actually do not remember but i can imagine we we squeaked in so I, i'm guessing we were seventh jay what do you uh, think so i was at the third game so i know we got swept so there yeah 
but I don't remember the year. I'm going to guess it was the 99-2000 season. Um, yeah, we were swept 3-0, and I would say we were sixth. Ooh, you got it, Jay. You got it right on the money, man. <laughs> All of it? Yeah. Well, Dre, Dre also, Dre also, we got, yeah, we got swept at the Knicks, uh, but Dre, it was not 2000-2001, it was 1999-2000 series. I knew it was one of the, yeah, yeah. damn it. Yeah, 2000 <laughs> in there somewhere, yeah. Yeah, there you go. We exactly. Were sixth seed against the Knicks, and it was, in back in the day, it was only five games, and we lost the first three. Womp womp. Uh, to Patrick Ewing. Yeah. To the Frozen no, it was, I, well, again, I was there, but, like, uh, it was a... Uh, I think we had we had made a comeback. The rap, the the crowd was going crazy, and then freaking Larry Johnson hit like some. He banked in a three to kind of ice the game in the last ten seconds. I was like, oh, oh you were there, man. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, let's see. We got a couple more, right? Okay, these ones are a little bit easier. Uh, I think you would probably know that we have some repeated names, but there are some names that I want. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued if you guys would get it. So. Uh, give me the top five players who for the Raptors who've played in playoff games. You can guys, you guys can throw out throw out names. Top five. Like in terms of like how well they did nope. or score. How or? many how many games they've played in the playoffs? Oh. Okay, so you don't have to say the uh, number. You don't have to say the number of games they played, but in hierarchy, like how many like who has a top who has played the most playoff games for Raptors? Top five. For sure, Lowry's on there. Yep, number two. Like Lowry, Lowry, oh, Lowry's number two. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true because this this playoffs, these playoffs haven't occurred yet. Nope. So DeRozan would be number one. DeRozan's number one. DeRozan with fifty-one games. Lowry with two, uh, forty-nine games. Who's number three? Four, I can imagine. Five. I can imagine Chris Bosh is pretty high up under two. Nope, not oh, top I mean, five. He's not there. Really? He didn't, he didn't make the playoffs too much with us. He, I only, I maybe once, and that's it. So was it only be, once? I thought it was like a little bit more than that. Yeah, I believe. Well, I'm, they, just, I'm just doing. I'm just playing the math in my head. Right? <laughs> he made 11 playoff appearances and six, and this is the sixth in a row. That means that majority of them have happened with this group. So right. You think That's that. true. So who else was in that group? Uh, Valanciunas. There you go. Number three, 43 games. Okay, number four and five. Yeah. The other two would be harder. Okay, so I'll I'll give better. you a couple of hints. Um, he, well, I guess both of them were our bench players, uh -huh. um, known to be uh, coming off the bench. Uh, shoots threes, I guess. <laughs> CJ Miles? No. No, it won't be CJ Miles. <laughs> like, what? Two seasons. Uh, hmm, That's what I was going to say. One's, like, one's like... going to be, I'm going to guess one is Morris Pearson. No. Maybe more Mookie? recent, more recent, more recent. Oh, more Ready Van B? Nope. No, not nope. Freddy. It's uh Alright, think about think about movies. <laughs> think about movies? Who, I, I should get this then, who but likes, I uh... who likes movies? Me? Oh, man. Well, no, yes. you know who likes movies. You know who likes movies. The guy who had a weekly thing. Every week he had a movie thing. Yeah. It's uh oh. Pat Patterson. There you go, Patrick Patterson, right. four forty-one, and finally number five. He is on our team right now. Comes off the bench. Uh, so that leaves Norm. There you go, thirty-three, number five. Wow, that was a lot harder. Because <laughs> you know why? I love I it. I thought for sure. I thought 
thought for sure one of them would have been like either Antonio Davis, Vince Carter, or yeah, like any one of those guys. You know what I mean? Okay. Like speaking a holder, of yeah. Speaking of which, playoff points, top five playoff points for Toronto Raptors. Oh boy! So it's gonna be DeRozan and Lowry again. Yep. One two. One two. Yep. Someone else was JV. on. Yep. JV. Number JV three. Number three. Five forty-four points. Now it's not not about because game just like it doesn't matter if you're, if you're a bench guy you're not you're not going to be in the points there list go. right so yeah okay so this now is I'm this is say, definitely uh, not recent these two yeah Vince Carter there you go three eighty five number four and finally number five Antonio Davis ooh three twenty one number five that was nice that was a good round okay playoffs nice. this one's gonna I'm interested about this one playoff rebounds top ooh. five. Rafael Rougeau. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, God, uh, JV. JV's, JV's number, number one, one with 406. Yeah, sure. yeah. Number two. Okay. Uh, sorry. Anderson. No. Anderson's going to be on that list. No, but oh. we, we've seen, we've said these names already for two and three. Oh, okay. Norman Powell. No, no. Patrick Patterson's going to no. be there. No, no. Oh man. Well, that means, oh, you know what? It's uh, DeRozan's gonna be one. DeMore, DeRozan's number two, two two twenty-two, and then Lowry's three, two th- two seventeen. Number okay, number four and five. So we got JV, DeMore, and Lowry top three for re- playoff rebounds. We're four and five. Hmm. One isn't recent. One is pretty recent. Like we're pretty we're recent. we're talking about uh, the furthest we've gone in the playoffs. Oh, so then that's the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals year. Yeah. Um, that's the. Uh, that's oh, Bismack Biombo. There you go, Bismack yeah. Biombo, number yeah, yeah. five, one hundred eighty-seven, and number yeah. four. And number four is an older one. Older one. So that one will be Antonio Davis. There you go, two eleven. Nice, two more. I two got more. One. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, two more playoff assists. Lowry. Lowry, number one with three hundred three. <laughs> That makes sense. DeRozan, um, number, DeRozan two. number two, one seventy-six. Okay, here we go. These these are names now, we now haven't. Get we have not said these names yet. I got one for uh, you. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dre. Okay. I I don't remember how many good seasons we had with this guy, but just because I know what type of player he is, I'm gonna take a shot into the dark. Calderon. Nope. Yeah, because this is the problem with Calderon and Bosch is they weren't in many playoff seasons. Right. So yeah. I, I forget that. I forget that they have Mark Jackson. Nope. But oh. you're 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 on the right track. That old, yeah. huh? Maybe maybe the, not that the old. Other, but well, the other one was uh, was it Chris Childs. Chris Childs, number three, one one five. Ooh. All right, number four and five. Think about. <sighs> okay, number four is pretty recent as well. Actually, number four and five are tied with 78. Um, is one of them... One one, one of them one of them is a backup point guard. Uh, number five yeah. was a starting point guard, but uh, in another era. But old, yeah. yeah. So the backup point guard is going to be Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph with 78, number four, and number five. Oh. I'm just trying to think of who was the point guard during the... During the... Uh, the Carter years, right? Was it Muggsy? Nope. No. I guess. Who was our freaking point guard? I've said Child. One of my I've best. One Luke. of my favorite players of all time. 
of all time. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. Okay, we don't we don't care that you like Carlos Arroyo. <laughs> He's not gonna make this list, all right? Are you sure? Come uh, on, man. Oh, Alvin Williams. Alvin Williams, That's number five. Tied yeah. with Corey Joseph. <laughs> All right, last one. Last I forgot one. what position he was. <laughs> well, I mean, he Jeez. was a really big point guard, right? Well, that's uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's overly tall. All right, final, final one. And also, listen. I hope you're playing along as well. Final playoff question: Playoff three points made. Oh. I'll give you a a, a quick summary. No to Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a jab. Carter. <laughs> Carter is number five with 26. Right, that Lowry, makes sense. Lowry's going to be number one. Lowry's number one with 105. Yep. Yeah. Valen Shudis. No, I'm kidding. He's <laughs> <laughs> not, not even close. Amir um, Johnson with the summer threes. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, and oh, four. Man. All right, let's see. You know, um, you know the listeners right now are having a ball. They're like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. Like, Come blah, on. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. With sure. Google, it's very easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all trying, all three of this, Google. all three of these guys are pretty recent. I was going to say, like, the the, the the three ball era is just taking over. Yeah, like, this yeah, is for sure. This right. is skewed to more recent, right? So, Corey gonna... Joseph? Nope. Uh, how many playoff seasons have we had with Van Vliet? I mean, not enough, maybe. I don't think it's enough. <laughs> Listeners, I know you're screaming in right now. I know you are. Give them a second. They'll get it. <laughs> or uh, Jay will get it. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is very, very, very recent, uh, i.e. this year, i.e. is not on our team. I.e. is not on our team. Go on right? Someone. No, no, the other one. You already mentioned him. Oh, CJ. CJ no. <laughs> CJ, CJ. No, not CJ either. What? Oh. Who oh. who are we about to play in the playoffs? T. Ross. Terrence Ross, number oh. four, 31. Oh. We did talk about him. There My you go. Gosh. All right. This is really, I, I'm really hoping the, the, the listeners are having a good laugh out of us. <laughs> or they're, or they're, uh, they've totally uh, signed out already. They don't want to listen to this yeah, at all. Yeah, that's true. Like, these tools, the you know says... how like uh, every team is, or like every podcast is like inside the NBA in their own different way. We're all goddamn Charles Barkley right now. We're all making an ass out of ourselves. You're, you're already enrolled on asses. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was already implied, uh, well... Trey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so what's the last one? Then? Okay, we so no, we got so talking. we got Kyle Lowry, 105 for number one. We got Terrence Ross with 31, number four, and number five was Vince Carter, Dre, 26. So we got two and three. We've already men- mentioned uh, the number two in another one. In another one in the playoffs games played, mm-hmm. and then number oh, th- number three, uh, we could have played them, but. He was he he is on one of the three teams that we were going to play. Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> it was oh never a Raptor. Thank God. <laughs> Thank Christ for that and for Kyle, uh, for Kawhi Leonard. Um, All right. So number two, Demari Carroll. Demari Carroll was number three with thirty three, and number mm. two. I'm gonna uh, go with what I said earlier and say. Oh wait, no. Um, we were talking about games played, right? Oh, yep. what was his name? Oh my gosh, I just said this too. No, but we already said Norm. It's not Norm. No. It's, uh, what's his face? Oh my gosh, we <laughs> just said this. this okay, see?
Oh, that's it. Patterson. There you My go. Gosh. Patrick Patterson. Woo! How well do you know that your was, Raptors? That was torture. Not really. <laughs> that was torture. I was, you know, I'm, I'm cut, not that I'm disappointed, but I didn't realize how hard this would have been because when you're under pressure of trying to figure exactly. out like obvious uh, uh players that you know like for example alvin williams that was in the top of your head that was on the tip of your tongue right jay yeah it was because like i you know what it, what it is i don't know dre if you could you would agree with this but like you you end up like picturing the players right like I, i'm picturing like okay who is it that was throwing an alley-oop to vince carter and i'm like <laughs> for some reason that that's what you end up doing right it's more yeah. like the facial recognition rather than let's say the it's box true. score right it's true well that's exactly why i kept bringing up like the chris bosh calderon era because i was thinking they did really well on other teams you know obviously there's bosh's heat but he was the face of our franchise for a little while mm-hmm. and calderon's been on some really successful teams himself but you forget when that lull was because they had you know some pretty decent seasons together but you don't remember when this hot streak of playoff appearances started, right? And it just all becomes like a big blur. It's true. It's hard. It is really hard. <laughs> well, I'm glad. So if you want to, if you want to like categorize like these 11 playoff appearances, cause now I, now I have the information in front of me. So Vince Carter had three of those. Vince Carter was leading the way in three of those playoffs. Uh, Calderon Bosch were two. So that's it. Just two playoff appearances. Wow. Uh, and then the remaining six is the Lowry DeRozan era. Wow. So this is why we barely saw Calderon or Bosch in these yeah. days. Because it's it's essentially two out of the eleven appearances. That's a perspective. There you go. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy to think about. All right. Well, it's a little bit of Raptor playoff history right there, but let's look into the future. Uh quickly, guys, let's hear some predictions for uh round number one. All also. Because Mortal Kombat is coming out, this episode is called Rap One Fight. Just nice. letting you know. Nice. Fatality, flawless victory. <laughs> there you go. Hopefully. You go. Predictions, boys. Predictions. Well, along the same lines, then, I'm going to hope that the. I'm going to say we're going to win by over 20 wow. uh, in game yep. one. And, and I'm hoping that enough people are listening to this that we start a finish him chant. At some point in the uh, <laughs> yes, nice. So we're predicting the very first game or the whole. The no, whole... yeah, no. Sorry, wow. Jay. I wanted the prediction of the round. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sweep. Sweep. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to overthink this. I don't want to show. Like, I, I guess because in the whole recap of the season, I, I've come across um, Masai Ujiri's. Um, I guess rallying cry at the beginning of the year, you know, believe in the city, believe in yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm a believe in this in this team. All right, we, we've been bragging about it all year long. This is going to be a sweep. Nice, and that's how I'll leave it at. I love it. I love the confidence, man. Dre. Yeah, I again, I'm going to stick to what I was saying earlier. I think there's going to be at least one game in there that they sneak in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to be the quote unquote gentleman sweep where we have three. They win one, and then we we top it off. It's just going to be lodged in there somewhere. I'm guessing like their first home game, and then we'll figure it out. I don't foresee any absolute blowouts by like 20 points. Uh, if I had to go the highest, I'm, I'm thinking like at least like a like a 10 point win in one or two of the games. Nice. I think uh, it it won't be insane because the Raptors. I mean, they blow they blow out some like really 
four teams. And I mean, some of these stronger teams, they've had a couple of blowouts, but I, they're just, that's just not really their style. They're very fundamental where, but then again, it is the playoffs. So would they be resting people at the bitter end if we're up by 20? Maybe not. Um, 15, the highest lead that we'll ever have. Uh, you're too nice. Dre, you're too nice. <laughs> well, I'm a part of a Torontonian sports league podcast. Too, too uh, I'm very location appropriate. Uh, Jason, what do you think? <laughs> too Canadian with you, man. But no, I'll, yeah. I'll probably I'll probably go 5-1 I, I think the, I, there's got to be a Terrence Ross game in there somewhere. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah. He's uh, got to go off. He's got to go off. Yeah, for sure. But all right. So playoffs are here, guys. We've made it. We started this podcast when Ka- the day that Kawhi Leonard was a Raptor, and now we've seen the entire year. We've made it to the playoffs. Thank God. Let's do this, boys. Let's go to round two. All right. Well, until then, Dre, where can I find you, brother? You can find me on Twitter at Andreas Babs. You can follow my film editorial and review website, Films Fatale, F-I-L-M-S, F-A-T-A-L-E, one word, dot com where I am just wrapping up Twin Peaks week to celebrate the 29th anniversary of the pilot. So it's going to be a little bit dated by now, but who doesn't love Twin Peaks? Uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't, but if you do, stop by. Uh, Jay, uh, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rosalosaurus. Uh, You can find my work on Raptors HQ. Uh, I was just on... Uh, two different uh, roundtables this week. One is, uh, I guess, the final one of the regular season with myself, Sully, and Josh, where we kind of, uh, you know, kind of, kind of gave a little bit of a recap of the season and made our awards picks for the year. Um, there's another one coming out, I believe it is uh, when this episode gets released uh, Friday morning. I believe there's also. Uh, so we we did a roundtable on the top 10 highlights of the year. Ooh, um, so we've got two that's being broken up into two articles. So look out for those. Um, and I was also on the South to Six podcast with our friend Adam Corsair. Uh, that was on Sunday and came out on Monday. It was a long one, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, lots of good feedback from that, according to Adam. So thank you to him for for having me on, and uh, yeah, you guys should check out South the Six if you haven't subscribed yet. You really should because uh, that that's some quality stuff there yeah, that seriously. Adam's putting together. Um, and I think that's it for plugging. Uh, what's going on with you, Jay? Uh, well, first off, I I always have to I always have to talk about you two. You guys, your your writing writing is so good. Check them out, please. Films Fatal and Jay's Roundtables. Well, thank you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jlung20. You can find this podcast at That's a Rap Pod. Uh, you can find this podcast you're listening to. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a, a message. Leave us a five star review. Don't it, honestly leave us a one star. I don't really care. I don't really, as long as you're connecting with us. That's all. That's awesome. Um, but I'm also going to be featured on Press News. Our friends at Press News. Uh, I will do a little little nba playoff preview uh with of course the raptors but you know to to see what other storylines are happening around the nba and who to look for and what games to watch so check me out there i'll i think it will be released on monday morning so until then boys that's a wrap just wanted to say congratulations to Dwayne wade and dirk Nowitzki after two brilliant seasons we're gonna miss you both all pierce you can go f- yourself <laughs> 
You're going to have to censor that. Yes. And that's a wrap on this podcast yeah. forever. <laughs>